Welcome everybody to Off the Cuff. I am Adam Banks. Thank you for listening to the show. Been a lot on my mind, so I wanted to do a podcast on this topic um, in particular. And I'm sure this could relate to a lot of my listeners. Has anyone out there ever been looking for a job and you apply for your job and then you go to your interview if you're lucky enough to even get an interview and then you're waiting by the phone to see if you are going to proceed to the next step or if you are going to get a job offer. Of course, if you have a pulse and you're my age, 28 years old, and you're out of college or you're at least in your mid-20s or even in college or at least 28, you have done this. Of course you have. That's just how you have to work. In America, you have to work to have income, to pay your bills, to go out, to have fun, to to eat. you got to work. So it's an unfortunate reality that we have to do um, sometimes jobs that we don't want to do. Now that in itself can be just terrible to do a job that we don't like because I don't know about you, but I've had jobs that I did not like. And a lot of that is because of the people that work at certain jobs. You could have a job shoveling cow manure and work with good people and still like your job. And you could have your dream job working with bad people and that job not be as great anymore as you thought it would be. People can make up your job. The people that you work with make going to work worthwhile Um, because these are the people um, that you're going to be spending half of your day with, eight hours, nine hours, ten hours, sometimes more. These are people that you build a connection with. Uh, These people become your family because you see them more than your family. So if you are around somebody eight to ten hours a day, of course you're going to have conversations with them um, that you just like almost like they were your family because you see them more often. Who else are you going to talk to about certain situations going on in your life? You're going to be at work around those people you work with during uh, the bad times in your life, during the good times in your life, during the exciting times of your life. They're going to be around when you hear bad news, when you hear good news. So those people that you work with are very important. Now, you can't foresee who you are going to work with. Most of the time, that's just not the case. You don't find out who you're going to work with until you start your job and you get to know people. And just because you meet them and they're nice the first time doesn't necessarily mean they're going to be great to work with. There's a difference in liking somebody outside of work and liking somebody in the office. I've had coworkers before who I thought were very cool people and wonderful people, but I wouldn't work with them ever again in my life. You ask me why. Well, sometimes people's attitudes can really bring a person down. They can bring the morale down. They can take the whole energy of the office and just tear it down with their negative attitude. With their, I don't know. There's a book. The book is called Pigs in the Parlor. And it's a book talking about the different spirits that we have on our backs as human beings. You know, this is biblical. The Bible talks about different spirits that are in the room. 
that can jump off of somebody and jump right onto your back. Now, you can't see these spirits. They're in the spiritual world. You can't see them with the human eye. And you ask, what are these spirits? Well, there's a hateful spirit. There's a jealous spirit. There is a negative spirit. And if you hang around these people long enough, those spirits will jump off their back and onto yours. People make the job. They do. You could have a job where you where it just absolutely sucks. You're on a a factory line for eight hours on your feet. But if you're working with good people, it it's not that bad. It's really not that bad. And I think everybody who has had that opportunity to work with good people will say a million times over, I would rather work with good people than actually have job duties that I like. Most people would prefer working with good people. I would. I would. Because at the end of the day, what makes you happy, it's going to be the people at that job because they hold the spirits that are on their back. You want to work around people with to have a good spirit about them. Now, some of you might be listening and you are thinking, gosh, Adam's crazy. He's talking about spirit and spirits in the spiritual world and this and that. Well, come on now. You don't think there's spirits out there? You don't think that there is a hateful spirit and a jealousy spirit and a happy spirit? And in a, I mean, you don't think that exists? So where does it come from? Where does those attitudes come from? It's got to come from somewhere. Why is this idea of the spirits so crazy to you? Is it because it's something you can't see? I don't know. But, you know, the people make up the job. I mean, they, they do. The people that you work with can make or break your job. So I, I do want to talk about jobs. First of all, let's take it back to the beginning when you want to figure out what kind of job you want to do. What's your dream job? I think it's ludicrous and I think it's silly for a 15-year-old, 16-year-old, 17-year-old to be asked, what do you want to do with your life? That is the stupidest question that you could ask a child because the answer is... I don't know. What do you want to be? When you ask a 17-year-old what they want to be, they're going to answer back, I want to be 17. If they're being truthful with themselves, that's what they want to be. You ask a 16-year-old what they want to do with their life, they are going to say, I just want to be 16 right now. And there's nothing wrong with that. We like to ask kids all the time. We like to make them think, and there's nothing wrong with provoking thought and to make them start thinking about what they want to do for a living. There's nothing wrong with that. But you got to understand, and you can't be mad when they cannot figure it out because nobody really knows what they want to do at that age. I think sometimes people want to figure out what they're going to do so they don't stress about it anymore. Kids can stress. They have anxiety just like adults. And if they feel like that at 17, 18 years old, 16, 15, if they don't know 
what they want to do with their life, they're going to have anxiety about it until they figure it out. So they just pick something and just run with it and never change it because it's just too much work to go in. It's just too much to think about all the time. You know, I was guilty for that. I said, at a, I mean, I used to worry about what I wanted to do with my life. So I said, you know what? I'm going to be a lawyer. I love public speaking. I love presenting. I love arguing. I love debating. And I still think I would have made one hell of a lawyer. I do. I think I would have been one of the best prosecuting attorneys ever because I would have loved to have locked up the bad guys. Now, I would have been a good defense attorney too. But it wasn't my passion. And I didn't figure that out until I was older. But, you know, I'm guilty. I was guilty of it too. I picked a career at a young age. I said a lawyer, and I just stuck with it because it was, it was already in my mind. I didn't have to think about it anymore, and it was just an easy thing to go off of. So whenever there was a project in school about think about what you want to do and write a paper about it, I was a lawyer. Um, you know, if there was a career fair and there were certain companies there, I knew what table to go to. I'd go to the law office table. Uh, when I got into college, I knew to start taking classes in law. But it's about that time in college when you really start figuring out, you, you really start thinking about it more because it, there's more pressure on you to figure out what you want to do because you have to declare a major. And really, college is not even the time you figure out what you want to do. You really don't figure out what you want to do with your life until you get out into the workforce and you actually start working and you start seeing how jobs are and the things that you are good at and the type of people you want to work with. So when you really get out there and start working, you're going to figure out what you want to do. And it's going to vary from person to person because some people work longer than others. Some people start working at different ages. So it's going to vary from person to person. But it's just crazy to expect a kid, especially one in their mid to late teens, to make them think they need to know what they're doing because they're not going to know. So let's talk about applying for that job. What should you do? Where should you apply? We're living in a day and age where you cannot walk into a place anymore and ask for an application. I mean, fast food change, yeah, but the majority, I would say 90% of places are going to tell you to apply where? Online, using the beautiful thing we call the internet. Everything is online now. So, it's unfortunate because they can't see the face with the name, they can't see your positive energy, they can't see your, your smiling face. All they see is the same piece of paper that the 500 other people submitted right beside you. So you have to make your resume stand out. You have to make your resume – it's your real estate. you got to make it appealing. A tip that I, I have always done, and it's always been – somewhat successful for me is after I interview or I'm sorry after I apply to a job I like to find out the contact of the person that is over the department of which I've applied so for instance if I'm applying for an admissions job at a college I'm going to look up the director of admissions 
and I'm going to send the director of admissions an email and tell her or him that, hey, I applied for one of your admissions positions that you have posted. I just wanted to let you know that I'm very interested, interested in the job, and I would love for you to check out my resume. What do you have to lose? Nothing. The only thing you have to lose is the job that you don't even have yet. So you have nothing to lose. So that's a big, you know, that's a good tip. You should uh, try it out, see if it works for you. You just have to be aggressive when it comes to looking for jobs. You have to make sure that you're not only just sending in your resume, but you're critiquing your resume to fit the particular job that you want. You need to uh, revise and Personalize your cover letter to each particular job and particular position that you're applying for. All of that stuff is important, and it's um, it's it's something that you need to to work on if you're serious about getting a job. You don't need to half do anything if you're serious about getting a job. And you know, I could do several podcasts over what to do, and I plan on doing other podcasts on the job market and what I've learned. Um, you know, I've thought about writing books before, but I don't want to write a book at this point in my life. I'm pretty happy with the way my podcast is going. Um, the podcast is an opportunity. It's it's a platform. It's another way of media medium to express my views. And I don't necessarily have to express it in writing. I can express it through the podcast. So I can give another podcast on um, how to, uh, you know, how to how to. Ace the interview during a job interview. Give you my personal tips on how I pass an interview. Because I feel like that I could, I could, uh, I could really help if you just listen. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this has been a different type of podcast. Um, I want to thank everyone for listening. We'll be back with some more entertaining podcasts coming your way. Again, I always want to thank you for listening to Off the Cuff. Even though our podcast that 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 you listen to this podcast is very diverse i like to make it appeal to all kinds of different people ladies and gentlemen i'm adam banks and we'll see you in the next episode